wherever you're listening from. Doesn't matter. It's good to have you guys here. We are excited for another show. New, new. We're bringing you guys something new. It seems like every single day. New look. Shout out to Volunteer Roadshow. Great network. Always trying to make it bigger and better like we are for you guys. They're doing that for us and you all. Welcome to today's show. Hey, we're talking Henry Toto drama. Is that the right word? I don't even know if it's drama because there's not really much to talk about yet. Like it's it's kind of so unknown. I don't think you can call it drama, um, but we'll talk about what, what's happening with uh, with Henry T and if he's back. I guess he is back. That's not in question. If he's back to play, if he's back for good, we'll talk about all that. Then we've got pro day, spring practice a little bit. Tomorrow's Tennessee's pro day. Those guys met with the media today to talk a little bit about it. Talk about their expect. You know, uh, we'll talk pro day. Let's do it. Then we're going to talk about some basketball. Basketball season came to a very disappointing end. Very disappointing end. No one's happy about it. No one should be happy about it. But we also need to talk a little bit about um, Kim English. I forgot to mention that. So let's let's get into that a little bit. Yeah, and if you wanted more heartbreak, there it is. <laughs> yeah, no, that that definitely is a big loss. So we'll, we'll we'll slide that into those uh that that basketball lineup there. Uh, then we're also going to talk baseballs. Hey. I'm going to give a shout out to the legends of Lindsey Nelson. I uh, it's awesome. First off, what they're doing, just bringing exposure, bringing more, um, more to Tennessee baseball. I bought their shirt. I don't know about you. I bought their shirt. Okay. Yeah. I, I saw um, they're in Canadian tuxedos last night. Yeah. Um, so I bought their shirt. I'm doing it. Um, also, apparently, guys, the stream says Alexis Hornbuckle. Um, I'm sorry to disappoint you guys. Um, we're not Alexis and Maria. I apologize. Um, <laughs> I, I would rather listen to them too. I would, uh, but no, this is more important issues. Welcome in. Uh, we'll get that edited and fixed. No problem. Um, but sorry, where was I at now? Oh, I bought my, my shirt. I'm going to do a little, uh, little buy the baseball shirt. Well, you can't anymore. Be ready to buy it when Landon gets it live again. Hope you bought it first round. If you didn't be ready to buy it Buy the legends of Lindsay Nelson shirt. Um, it's very, um, Bill Walton esque. Little okay. tie dye. Yeah. A little tie dye action, little but tie-dye. it looks great. Okay. Yeah. It looks great. Looks great. Um, excited to talk baseball is number 10. First SEC series starts this weekend against LSU. Or sorry, second. First home SEC series starts this weekend. In two LSU. years. First one in two years. <laughs> first one in two years. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like Blake Griffin, we're back. We're Duncan. Uh, NCAA tournament, going to talk about uh, – we, we talked a little bit about it on Sunday, but there was some Monday games, so we'll, we'll get into those. Um, talk all about the NCAA tournament. I, other than Monday, was, we'll talk about it. It was very uh, – eh, you get it. Drop your questions. Tell us where you're listening from. We're excited to be here. Yeah, go check out our sponsors, Tennessee Tap House, Hound Dogs, and Blue Water Climbing Control. Uh, they do a great job of making this show possible. Also, Caleb mentioned it earlier, but go check out Volunteer Roadshow. Got a ton of shows. Um, did a show, I think it will be, I don't know if it was live today or tomorrow, but uh, we got a, the, the second episode of the Bat Flip, talking about Tennessee baseball. Um, so go check that out. Um, dude, it's... You you want to get it going the the intro, it wouldn't be an official show without the intro. So do you want to get, throw it in here? I got you guys. We'll see you on the other side. Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange bridges. Something about them orange bridges. Jennings, they win. Jennings makes the catch. 
made up my mind, and I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Read it, dit to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Wednesday, March 24th. I'm excited. We're here. It's going. Guys, we already got Space Mountain. He's listening from Charleston, South Carolina, one of my favorite places in the world. Ooh. Love it. Drop him in there. We've got the chats here. Guys, Henry Toto. I thought, like Everyone got real excited on Monday when it looked like he was back, right? So what's the – what's the, uh, the no new – okay, here's my opinion. No news is not good news for Tennessee fans that want Henry Toto at Tennessee. Yeah, uh, just I, I don't think so. But we'll see you for sure tomorrow. Tomorrow's the start of spring practice, so I but, think like you can't really hide them if they're practicing. Yeah, okay, that's a good point. I was about but to say that, that but they that are doesn't... being strategic with pictures, so it makes me think you know maybe there's that little bit of hope. Are they landing, landing, landing? Don't give credit to the account that tweeted out <laughs> about bra. Don't give that much credit. I'm not, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying. That. I'm talking about all the players. <laughs> oh, oh, I, yeah. No, I'm. I was just kind of giving you a hard time. It's. I'll say this. I mean, I'm still. I don't think it's going to be good news for what most Tennessee fans want. But I don't think him not being at spring practice tomorrow means he's not going to be at Tennessee. But at what point are you just like, dude? Are you coming or not? Like. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and that's kind of why I say, like, no news is probably bad news for Tennessee because – and this – you know, it could be from his perspective, like, why do I even need to talk about it? I guess. But I would think with the way it's been such a big topic, I would think if I were him, I would just tweet and be like, I'm at Tennessee. Right? Yeah, just drop the news. Before <laughs> somebody else drops it, you just – I don't know. I, apparently he he deleted the post on Instagram, but he hasn't deleted it off Twitter. So, which one? Which post is that? I'm sorry, I'm not woke. The the him leaving. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. gotcha. So, I don't know. Don't I think know Tennessee this- could really use him. It's <laughs> it would be hard for me to go back to Tennessee after what my dad said about Tennessee. But first off, Bowser said that wasn't true. So, okay, so Henry, <laughs> I'm sorry. We'll skip over that. We'll act like I didn't say that. Toto, <laughs> so obviously there's no news with Toto. What about Cravarius Crouch? That one seems more likely that he returns. I don't know. Apparently he's been working out in Knoxville with former players the uh, entire offseason. But then, like, again, like, at what point are you just like, dude, are you, are you here or not? Are you in or are you out? Yeah, no, I agree. That's a good point. That's a good point. So. I mean, yeah. both of those guys would give Tennessee a huge boost, especially especially um, when you have a linebacker right now. Just a, just a lot of unknowns. You know, you could have some talent, some potential talent um, that were sophomore or freshman last year, uh, will be sophomores this year, but you just don't really know. I think that's the thing that sucks the worst for um, tennis for those two guys specifically. Like a lot of times, you'd like to be like, hey, you know, we just want to deal with the guys that are here. That's who we want to focus on. But for like, like linebacker position would be in question whether they were on the team or not. If you talk about them being gone, holy crap, like, you know, that makes it nine Damn. times scarier. And Damn. yeah, and I think that's like why, I mean, for me, I'm like, I 
arms open wide, prodigal son, we'll accept them back, no problem. Yeah. And and do, like, does Tennessee coaches feel the same way? I think that's like, do, do they see what's uh, out there and be like, oh God, please come back? I've got, I've got to think they they really need, and uh, I mean they need. That's I don't think that's in question. Need Henry Toto, um, and probably Corvarius Crouch too. Whether they will accept them arms open wide, I, I who knows with this. I mean, it's just it's a new coaching staff. They, you know, I got to think they would, but um, I don't I mean I don't I can't I have no idea. I mean, props. You know, I'm, we don't. We won't give a lot of props to Jeremy Pruitt, but he at least from the last staff of them kind of getting rid of Juwan Jennings, he, he kind of taking it on, on his own when he didn't have to. Just be like, yeah, we can use you. <laughs> That's a, hey, Juwan Jennings is probably a different animal than at least Quarius Crouch. I, I don't know about Henry Toto because he was a leader on that defense last year. Um, but yeah, no, that, that I'd say it's got to be a similar boat. Um, but the big thing with Juwan Jennings is he was just he's a dog. I mean, there's no other way to say it. He's a dog. Yeah. And every team needs a dog. And and right now Tennessee debt. If Henry, if I felt this, if I felt as confident in Henry Toto or, or uh Quirius Crouch as I did Juwan Jennings, I, I would be very upset if Tennessee, uh, the Tennessee coaching staff wasn't doing everything in their power to keep him, keep them. Yeah. Um, I just, did he miss his window from, for Alabama? That's kind of my thing. Cause I know Alabama and, Clemson kind of have that, you know, hard cutoffs where like, hey, here's your date. If you're not here by then, or if you're not committed by then, yeah, I don't mean. I, I think Al, I think Alabama and Clemson for Henry Toto would take both of them. If, but I mean, part of it too has got to be availability. Uh, you know, Henry Toto didn't announce he was transferring until late January. Well, at that point, Alabama only has three spots open. I think four spots. I can't remember how many they signed in the. Um, in the February window, that question did piss off Nick Saban. So that's fun. Um, but I mean, yeah, they only have so many spots at that point. So yeah, hard cutoff. Yeah. I mean, I think that's gotta be part of it. I can't imagine Alabama wouldn't take, wouldn't take Henry Toto. Like, you know, a lot of people are like, Oh, Nick Saban told him not to come. I, I don't think I have a hard time. I'm sorry. I have a hard time believing it or Clemson. If I don't know if Clemson, you yeah. mentioned them. I don't know if they were in that, who was in that transfer thought. Um, I mean, he probably doesn't stand out like he does at Tennessee at at those two programs. I think he'd be fine, but, you know, last year, they had Dylan Moses. I mean, he's – I wouldn't say – especially last year, he didn't play like he'd be a starter at Alabama. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. And I'll say this. You would think of a guy like that's going to transfer. I mean, aren't they probably going to transfer closer to home? Him being from from California. That's what's Um, so weird about this whole thing. mm -hmm. Like – the fact that he wasn't at Tennessee and he was, you know, staying at home taking online classes, I would just be like, yeah, it, it would be easy to go to to Washington or USC or UCLA. My question about that though is he just taking advantage of kind of the pandemic like setup? Like, would he have been back on campus in a normal year? Is my question, or would he have been home not enrolled in classes? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I so mean, they, I, yeah. I, I know they have a huge family. Um, you know, in, in that culture, I know family is kind of everything, um, as it should be, but, uh, you wow. know, the, update Landon doesn't care about family. <laughs> I love breaking news. <laughs> Shout out to my dad for helping us. Um, so after work I had to 
start a fire um, with had to whoa with all the brush. Tom getting to, Tom's getting tough to get down there. It. It, it was overflowing. I just had to get rid of it. <laughs> Landon had um, to stay alive. Start a fire. <laughs> yeah, it was cold. <laughs> um, and then we laid mulch and also cut some limbs. So oh uh, wow, shout out you to were... my dad for helping me helping me and Raven out. Tracy, love it, love it. All right, let's uh, let's talk pro day. Let's talk spring practice. Uh, tomorrow's Tennessee. So, pro so day do you think Henry Toto is back? No, I, no, I don't think so either. I don't think so. Um, I, it'd be cool. Yeah, no, <laughs> it would be cool. I'd like it. I won't be mad. Yeah, but I mean, we'll find out for sure on Thursday. There's a little bit of hope. A little bit of hope. A little bit of that Holding Tennessee out. in me that I just keep coming back. Right. Right. Let's get into uh, let's get into pro day. Tomorrow starts off pro day for a lot of guys. I mean, all these. The thing is, too, is pretty much all the guys that we're talking about are, are gonna need uh, outside of probably like, and even Trey Smith could use a good pro day. But his his season tells a story more so than than the pro day is gonna tell because I, a lot of people are looking to see uh, can he can he practice and play on a weekly basis? Is he healthy enough? So pro day for Trey Smith isn't really what's gonna it's not going to be the deciding factor. It could it help him. Sure. I don't see it hurting him. Um, you know, without the combine, there's going to be more eyes on Tennessee's pro day uh, in terms of the guys, uh, you know, that potentially will be in that draft class. Um, that's, you know, um, like Trey Smith, Josh Palmer and, and Bryce Thompson. Um, so there will be more eyes there since, since no combine, all three of those guys, didn't they do invites to the combine, even though there wasn't one. Yeah, I think all didn't three all three of them get got invited. Okay. Yeah, so they would have all three been invited. Um, so there, there'll definitely be some eyes on it. Yeah, um, I, I'm interested to see like if Bryce Thompson gets drafted. That, that's you know, I think Josh Palmer will be just fine. I'm interested to see where his forty's at. Um, but more so, Bryce Thompson, where his where is his forty? Um, because you know, I I think that that was a struggle of his is just you know, top end speed and uh, you know, that could make or break of him getting drafted or not. Right. Did you see what Josh Palmer is going for? Four, four, car, four, four. If he runs a four, four, 40, like I said, those odds that are on that on Tennessee's pro day tomorrow are going to be very, very pleased um, yeah. if he's able to, to top out a four, four. Um, uh, and I like how they're doing. They're not doing like the combine school, but, I think it works out better for players to be kind of in their own element and perform I, like that. I would, th- I mean, I, I would think especially like like quarterbacks, wide receivers, yeah. those two position groups that you know, you, you like there's comfort levels to it. You have your quarterback throwing to you, or if you're wide receiver, or if you're a quarterback, you were throwing to your wide receivers. So the timings, you know, what it's always been. I, yeah, I think there's definitely at those, uh, you know, some other positions. I don't know how much other than just you're comfortable. Um, but I don't know as far as like on the field, how much you can really help you being in, in, in your, uh, your own facility that you've been in for four years or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. but no, I think the, I think there's going to be some positions that definitely, um, benefit. I don't know, like if that means it elevates much like draft stock for anybody. Um, but yeah, I think it, at least guys can look better on that day. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see kind of what it looks like. Is it going to be televised? Do you know? Uh, I I don't think so. Um, I not that I, I mean I haven't seen, so I, I can't say confidently. But I mean, there's enough coverage of. I think there'll be plenty of coverage from it. Um, I mean, there was some sport bra, sports brawl coverage today, so I got to think that we'll cover um, some guys throwing the football and whatnot. Yeah, there you go. 
I will see them. There was some sport. There was a brawl action too. Apparently, Chase Claypool got a got in a bar fight. Oh, I didn't hear about this. What? Yeah, was it on TikTok? Yeah, I saw it on TikTok. TMZ got it. Did you actually see it on TikTok? Yeah, I really did. Oh, okay. I was making fun of those guys at Pittsburgh. But, but yeah, that, that's where I saw it. <laughs> of course. I mean, their entire lives are on TikTok now. <laughs> yeah. so, um, I'm going to have to find that. That's First off, bar fight in a pandemic, whoa. Uh, that's pretty problematic. No mask. No. Uh, wow. In Pittsburgh, big city? Come on, guys. Clean it up. What's the NFL going to say about that? They suspended him yet? I don't know. For not, not even for the fight, just for not wearing a mask. They should, yeah. Find him a, a find him find the find the Steelers a draft pick. Who'd they find a draft pick for uh, not wearing their mask properly? Was it the Falcons? No, the Raiders. I'm pretty sure. Like a hundred thousand, like a hundred thousand oh, yeah. dollars, like yeah, a six round draft pick. Something stupid. Like I get. No, I don't. I, I get like having to punish people who don't follow the protocols you put in place. But taking away a draft pick because John Gruden didn't wear his mask correctly for an entire game is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Like, no matter what side of, like, mask, no mask you stand on, you should be able to go, those things are the are dumb. Like, that's dumb. You'd rather somebody just not wear a mask and somebody just do this. <laughs> what about, uh, what about Pat, the official? What about Pat Forty's take? Did we talk about this? What's his, What was his take? Just he, he, tweeted, he tweeted, like, four of the coaches out. I know Huggins was one of them. I don't remember who else. And he was oh, like, that they didn't care. He was like, well, he's like, how convenient that these guys haven't worn their mask correctly all year, and now they're eliminated from the NCAA tournament. I was like, huh. If I had known, like, the only thing that – the only way Tennessee was going to win a national championship was if I wore my mask correctly, I would have done it, like, very consciously. I would be wearing my mask right now, and it's just me and Brutus in my house. I'd wear, like, four of them. If that's what it took for Tennessee to win a national championship. Apparently two is better <laughs> than one, and definitely that's four would be better than two. So That's good math. That's good yeah. math. I like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, spring practice also starts tomorrow. Like you mentioned, we find out. I mean, I, I got to think that's going to be the biggest question. Is it is Hypo meeting with the media tomorrow? I don't know. I, I got to think if, if he does, that's the first question. Right? What do the quarterbacks look like? What do they look like? What, what? Who does Caden Salter look like? Um, yeah, Paul. I, Paul. <laughs> uh, what? Are we going to get pumped up this spring? Like, is it going to happen? Yeah, probably. Okay. I, dude, I can't Just wait. Get ready to for it. I can't wait to tailgate. I don't care how good we are. Are we tailgating rather, the orange and white game? No, no. I'm, I'm just talking about this season. Are you against it? Against tailgating? The orange and white game? I'm not against it, no. Okay. I mean, we think about this. We've been off for a whole whole year. We, we pulled a Ivy League and just took the whole season off. Apparently, the governor said everybody's going to get the vaccine by April 5th or have the opportunity, I guess, to. I think today everyone over the age of 16 in the state of Tennessee is eligible to get a vaccine, I believe. Dope. Yeah. So go get your vaccines and we can tailgate. But yeah, well, let's require vac- – let's like Krispy Kreme it. Like bring you, can your card. A, you can get a free beer if you bring your vaccine card. <laughs> Two, if you've gotten both doses. <laughs> That'd be so fun. We have somebody just stamp it. Yeah, and then they get Miller High Life. So <laughs> you that sucks that you got a shot and Miller High Life. Like that, I feel bad for you actually. Champagne of beers though. So you get they get a shot? No, like the oh, inside oh, of you. Shot. Okay, and that's, okay. That's not a take on the vaccine. It just sucks to get shots. Like that's 
<laughs> I, I don't know anyone who's like, yeah, man, I went and got my flu shot the other day. It's my favorite day of the year. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Got the, um, unless you have a cute nurse. One time I got out. Of, I mean, he's, really I got cute. out of conditioning one day because I, it was either you go take, you go give blood and not condition or you don't give blood and have to condition. I was <laughs> like, like, dude, I'm, I'm giving blood. Sign me college up. or high school college. <laughs> I was like, sign me up. That's some dedication to winning the blood drive. Who were y'all playing? Were y'all playing like Mars Hill for the blood drive or something? Or Tusculum, I think. Tusculum. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I really hate them. Newberry. It doesn't, doesn't Carson Newman and Newberry hate each other. <laughs> um, I hate Catawba. Catawba. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm going to have to familiarize myself with some of the Northeastern rivalries. So, yeah, there you go. In the sack. <laughs> In the sack. Oh. <laughs> Uh, all right. I mean, what we talked about spring spring practice headlines, spring football headlines. Are there any like you're like all right tomorrow? I want to if I tomorrow if I don't know who the starting quarterback is, fire Josh Heupel. Exactly. That's it. It's that simple. Do we have any linebackers on this roster? That's kind of where. That's I'm a at. great question. Um, I mean, Georgia did name their starting quarterback today. There you go. So, something to think about. And Do it. And. We have a new white wide receiver. Some we haven't had since when, like Josh Smith. Like on the roster? <laughs> no, not on the roster. <laughs> just like like a actual like somebody we actually recruited. Okay, that's fair. Um, yeah, I, that's a good question. I, I I don't know. I I don't see color Landon. So oh, I just yeah. thought it was cool. <laughs> I just, I just I had no idea. Um, and it's an in-state kid? It is an I, in-state kid. I guess which are like, all of the white kids. I think that's what I was about know. to say. I was like, all of the <laughs> all the white wide receivers we've had in the past have been from the state of Tennessee. I don't know if that's true. Are the uh were the Rogers brothers? They're from, from the state of Tennessee. Lipskin, Lipskin were they? Academy. Okay, yeah. there you go. <laughs> See, I didn't know that. Now you, uh, you learn something new every day. Big fan of the Rogers brothers, by the way. Yeah, big great. fan. <laughs> Were there two of them, or am I making that up? I remember Zach. I don't. Yeah. Know. See, I said I said brothers, and then I was like, I don't think there's a second one. <laughs> <laughs> Just I made like it up. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel like there was the one that didn't play. Yeah, exactly. Bartholomews are a great Nashville. All right. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like there was a second one that didn't play as much, but don't hold me to that. I want to say you're right, but I have no clue either. <laughs> All right, let's talk basketball. Let's go bad news. Bad news first. Bad news or good news first? Uh, let's go bad. Bad. News. I'm okay. still bad. Yeah. Not for Kim English. I'm very well. Hold on. I am very, very like selfish. Um, you're the very right selfish. Team. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I'm not happy that Kim English is gone. Um, I won't cheer against him. Unless Tennessee plays George Mason, and then yeah, I'll I'll cheer. And it's on, <laughs> and then it's on. But no, great for him. Like well deserved. I I knew it would. I knew this would happen. I honestly did not know it would happen like this year. Um, I mean, I don't know if I could have given you a good timeline, but Kim English was hired as the head coach at George Mason. Um, good for him. Like that's awesome. He's pretty. I don't know his exact age, but he's pretty young. Um, like thirty six. Yeah, he has not been coaching a terribly long time, yeah. um, and already has a. a good head coaching job. So good for him. Um, and he had a very, very classy uh, response in his exit to a guy he recruited very hard to get to Tennessee. 
Um, I know we're not going to get into it because kind of got cucked right before the show started, but um, don't see that from Tennessee assistants that leave often. So good for him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it sucks from a recruiting standpoint because that was your kind of – that was your Niedermeyer. Mm-hmm. Let's say uh, – Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, with, with, with no um, NCAA violations. <laughs> I like that better. He, he was your closer. That, that, that's that's a better no. – I mean, Tennessee recruited infinitely better the day he stepped foot on campus. Um, yep. He was a guy that could go out and get highly, highly, touted, highly touted guys – um, you know, whatever he was doing, building that relationship, he, he, he's the one who found Santiago Viscovi just, uh, I mean, not like he was like, uh, you know, playing in the streets of, uh, Uruguay or anything, but he was in the NBA, Academy, uh, the, um, inter, what's it called? The international NBA Academy. I feel the, like it's not called that. Yeah. The, the NBA Academy. Okay. But it's like the, there's any, I guess there's a state side one and like an international one and he was in the international. One. Okay. Yeah. In Australia. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but I mean, Kim English is the one who found him and, and got him to Tennessee. And, um, ex- you know, the first one, I mean, pretty much the first college coach in the United States, I, you know, identify him. Um, so just a, a really, you know, good scouter, really good recruiter. I mean, Rick Barnes brought him on for a reason. Um, and, uh, no, good for him. I'm, I'm excited. And, and that, you know, Hey, George Mason, you just got yourself another fan. Congratulations. Yeah. I don't know. Well, are they the Deacons? No, 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 no. They are the. Oh, why didn't you ask me that? We, I, I meant to even text Jesse, who um, is a uh, proud George Mason alum. Um, that was the first thing. As soon as I said that, I was like, "Oh, Jesse went there." Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I can't remember what they are. Um, let's see here. But I like how we're getting the kind of. I think somebody mentioned this also. Uh, I don't remember who it is, but kind of getting the. the the Tennessee tree, the coaching tree out a little bit. So yeah. when we do have to make a coaching change, we we have some options. Yeah, hope, yeah. Hopefully, um, hopefully they're more. Yeah, and, and we've kind of talked about how we like Kim English, and you know, if Rick Barnes was moving on, you know, we we would think that he would be in the running for that. So it's good. Maybe maybe it's a good thing that he's leaving now, get some head coaching experience, and then when when we need to make a change. There he is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, Kim English, I mean, unless things just take a turn south, he, he's going to have his name um, in, the, in the hat for bigger jobs, whether it be, you know, Tennessee or, uh, you know, whatever comes open. Um, you know, I, I don't see George Mason, George Mason as his last stop. It is important to note that he is a Missouri guy. Um, he went to Missouri, um, seems to, you know, love Missouri. And uh, so – yeah, I'd, we'll see if uh, if if he somehow finds his way back to Tennessee before before Missouri. I think that'd be inter- interesting. I will say this: if Rick Barnes was no longer the coach of Tennessee, I, I honestly I'd need to go look at the year they had before I maybe like cement this. Um, but Steve Forbes, I gotta think, would be at the top of that list. Oh yeah, yeah, he's part of that tree too. Yeah. I, so, do you know how he did at Wake Forest this year? I mean, I can pull it up, but I'll just ask you if you know it was like decent, not great. Um, I don't think they were very good. I don't think they were either. I think they're the worst team in the ACC, if I remember. Yeah, see, I figured I was putting my, my foot in my mouth there um, by saying that. Um, I mean, I wanted him – I was like, Tennessee needs to go get him when we thought Rick Barnes was leaving. Like, that's who Tennessee needs to go right. um, try and hire. And, and we were actually talking about this the other night because we were talking about how disappointed it was that ETSU didn't get to play in last year's tournament. 
ETSU would have who Steve Forbes was coaching at that time. Um, they would have been in the NCAA tournament without the automatic bid from the SoCon. I can't remember what oh, their record okay. was. It was insane. Like it was a it was their best year, I, I think, since like 2006. Um, and they would have they wouldn't have needed an automatic bid to make the NCAA tournament that year. And it it's insane. Yeah. So where yeah, normally those smaller conferences require those automatic bids. Uh, Harold didn't ask who was mentioned to replace. Uh, Coach English on Barnes staff. I don't think I've seen anything. We've seen anything. Um, it, it, I mean, this happened yesterday. Uh, yeah, yesterday. Sorry, my days are running together. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't think there's been any names thrown out. I don't know if it'll be a. Uh, oh, we'll see. I've got to imagine they're gonna they're gonna go and try to find someone that's a similar fit in terms of a, a recruiter, a young, probably a young guy, new face. Um, I would think. Yeah, ten, I mean, Tennessee has some, you know, Des Oliver is a really good assistant. They really like Mike Schwartz as well. Um, so I, I don't think those two are incapable of, you know, taking on that recruiter role. I, I think Schwartz has done a great job recruiting as well. Um, so, I, you know, they'll hire, hire somebody. I don't think we'll really know who they are until they're here. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, no. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. we didn't really know Kim English as a coach until right. he – got here right so we'll see we'll see hate to we'll see, see him go but uh good for good for the guy but love to watch him leave <laughs> yeah that too <laughs> <laughs> uh all right starting five that's why we were talking basketball projected starting five um i'm gonna go ahead and go hot take here uh uh jaden springer and keon johnson are gonna be my starting five okay bye-bye <laughs> do you think they're both gone are both of them gone yeah i think so Okay, so let, like, let me just devil's advocate here because I think you know where I stand in, in that belief. Let me go a little devil's advocate. Keon Johnson tweeted that he was not leaving without a national championship. He tw- I'm not saying he truly meant it or believes it. I'm just saying he tweeted it. He crushed that kid's dreams. You called me. <laughs> <laughs> We need to. We need Jake to. Uh, he's going to be so upset here in the next few weeks when he declares for the draft. I listen. I'm with you. I just like what's funny to me is like why I tweet it if you like you have no. I, and crushing, I got <laughs> he's crushing dreams, man. Just like he's, he's Tennessee he's, through and through, crushing dreams. He's about to talk me. Like he's about got me talked into it. Um, the way I'm sitting here talking. Um, yeah, no, I yeah. You, do, you like to bring that up, like you're you're kind of sold on it. He I sold am. you. I, he sold me completely. I'm just I'm in the I'm in the camp of why say it if you yeah, don't even you're, partially you're drinking the Kool Aid, man. Oh, a hundred percent. I listen. I'm not. Here's the thing, though. I'm not saying anything about Jaden Springer. I don't I have no belief that he will return because he didn't tweet anything. Keon tweeted it, and, and everyone <laughs> knows. Once you tweet it, screenshots it's, live forever. <laughs> screenshots live forever. Cinnamon so Toast Crunch. Tell that to Jay Graham. <laughs> God, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is finding out the hard way. That screenshots live forever. Yep. Um, just like just like shrimp shrimp and grits, uh, they never go away. Um, it's amazing. Uh, it's the best. That's the best. Speaking of Charleston, South Carolina. Um, okay. Starting five. Are you putting Keon Johnson in? Your no, team? I'm not putting Keon Johnson <laughs> okay. in. But like, how cool would that be? Because I I will say this, Kennedy Chandler. See, um, I, I think Jaden Springer has a better chance to come back than Keon. 
I, I mean, in terms of like probably where they'll be projected, yeah, I would agree with that. But I think he's going to be a first-round top probably 15 pick. I mean, he's been mentioned in the lottery, hasn't he? That's a yeah, lottery pick. Yeah. So, I mean, like, uh, like if, if you even get like the slightest, like, yeah, yeah you're you could be a lottery pick. Go. You're going. Yeah, you're get gone. Out. Exactly. And that's fine. Do it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I don't have either of them, my starting five, projected starting five. I, but I do have Kennedy Chandler. Um, I definitely have Kennedy Chandler in there. I do too. Yeah, just you, you needed a point guard. You could have used him this year. He would have started two years ago on this team. Right. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, so I do, I do have I do have him. My one that I'm like really interested in, I guess since we're talking about guys leaving, maybe leaving, is John Fulkerson. Because I don't have a clue. No clue. I feel like if he was staying, maybe it would have been said. I don't know. But, yeah. And and part of me, the reason like I've gotten more – the injury scares me even more because was it bad enough for him to be like, I- I'm just not doing this any- Like You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I think he comes back. I-, I think he really loves Tennessee and – you know what? What's why not? I mean, you you didn't accomplish what you wanted to accomplish. You didn't have the year you wanted to have. Um, baby, come back. He has no re. Like, I mean, yeah, he has no reason to leave. Right. Yeah, right. I I, th- I think like if you do pros and cons, I think he comes back just based off that. Right. I, yeah. I mean, I would say that that he has no reason to leave, but. For me, it's just the the issue is is like yeah. Again, I'm looking into things that you know aren't that doesn't really like mean anything 100 percent true. But I mean, him exiting the court at, uh, at senior day that told I mean that tells me he at least hasn't made up his mind like that he's staying. Right. Or sorry, it could mean two things. It either means he's made up his mind that he's leaving, but he said he hadn't, or he made up his he hasn't he at least hasn't made up his mind that he's staying. So I think that kind of going into like the Henry Toto, um, I think the fact that he's quiet right now probably means like not good for what Tennessee fans want. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I do think John Fulkerson will be here, and I have him. I mean, I, I have him in my projected starting five. Yeah, I do too. I, I just think with what you are bringing in with Kenny Chandler, I, I think that only helps him ha- having a, a point guard that can get to the rim. Um, that can create his own shot. I, I think it just helps post players out tremendously um, that are able to find him. Um, See, so yeah, I think that comes back. And but you do need to add some help um, because I, I think the the other big men that you have on this roster, unless they just improve a ton over the next or over this off season, I, I just think you need to add some help. Whether that's you know, you go get a transfer, you know, Walker Kessler, I, I know it was big on Tennessee, actually took an official visit here, um, was transferring from North Carolina. Brandon Hunley Hatfield, um, you know, if he reclassifies, that would be huge. Right. But I think you, you need to find some help down low because I, I don't want to see us, you know, whether I, right now I have us playing small ball because you just don't know who's who else is going to be here because, you know, right now it's just Kenny Chandler in this class. You have Victor Bailey Jr., Viscovi, Josiah Jordan James at the four, and Fulgerson is my five. Uh, that's what I got. And I don't think that necessarily will improve guard-wise, but 
but not on defense. I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, I think we'll get beat on the boards again too. Right. I, I've got a. I've got a hope. I've got to think that there's a big that a forward that makes the jump this off season. Um, now, you know, is it, is it Kumwa? Is it Corey Walker jr? Uh, I got to think they're really going to be focused on, on finding a big guy, a big man, EJ Anasicki could, I mean, uh, he didn't show even you know, flashes. Um, but you know, I got to think that that's going to be a big, big focus this off season. And that makes me lean towards, um, I got, I've got to think, so I'll, I'll just run through my five real quick. And that's Kenny Chandler, Victor Bailey, Jr. Josiah Jordan, James, um, John Fulkerson. And then I'm going to go with Olivier Kumwa just because I think he showed the most promise. Um, and like I said, I think that's going to be a focus. I think, ten, I mean, Rick Barnes mentioned it in the last press conference that they've got to get back to the identity that made Tennessee successful. Um, and that would be the opposite of small ball. So I, I got to think that it's going to be looking for a bigger guy, obviously still kind of lacking that, that's true size. Um, but I, I've always kind of had faith in Olivia Kumwa, maybe letting, uh, Maybe my ego's getting into it in terms of like I just want to be right, <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna put him in that starting five. I hope he makes that leap. I feel like he showed flashes um, his first year and then a few more flashes this year. Hadn't quite pieced it all together, um, but I gotta think that's gonna be a focus of the staff in the offseason. Yeah, you know, guys that I think would basically just show up today. Like if they showed up today, that would be the the starting five. I think they've kind of solidified that. Fulgerson. I think he would he would be there just because you don't really have anybody to to beat him out. Right. Um, just and Jordan James because I think he gives you just so much. Um, you know, offensively, defensively, rebounds, steals, assists. Right. You know, he, he kind of does it all. So I think you need a guy like that in your lineup, whether he's at the four, or at, at a, a wing spot, um, and then Kennedy Chandler. Um, you know, he, like like I said, he could have started this year or last year on this team as a as a junior in high school. He could have started. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Um, excited to have Kenny Chandler. I think he is going to be a. Um, I think he's going to be a probably more. I thought I think thought very highly highly of Jordan Bone, um, but he was he was a uh, a little bit more of a project than I think Kennedy Chandler will be. This is a guy that's going to come in here as a lottery pick, um, and. and He's going to kind of have those – he already has some of those traits that Jordan Bone had to work to get to and, and was still working to get to. And um, a little bit more natural size on him. Um, so I, I think he's going to he's going to bring what you lost in Jordan Bone and some, and that's yeah. going to help. If that – if two years ago – if that team two years ago had, had Jordan Bone, they still wouldn't have been great, but, man, it would have helped them tremendously. Um, and then, obviously, this year's team could have, which Jordan Bone would have been – you, he, we wouldn't have had him. Um, he would have had to leave. But uh, if a team, if this team had someone like Kenny Chandler or Jordan Bone, uh, that's where I mean, which you, we said this last week. Anyways, this team could find themselves anywhere in the Final Four out in the first weekend, and they chose first weekend. Um, but they definitely need an aggressive guard, a guy that's willing to get to the hole at all costs. Yeah, and a guy that you know when it's late in the shot clock or, or late at the end of games. You know, th- this team kind of looked at each other and being like, oh, "Who's the guy?" Yeah. Well, if if you if you're gonna look around like that with Kenny Chandler, he's just gonna be like, "I'm gonna be the guy. I'll go to the rim." Mm-hmm. You know, when when in doubt, um, I'll create my own shot. 
if if nothing else. And I think you need a guy like that. Jordan Bone was like that as well. Um, so I think that just helps us offensively. Um, defensively, I, I think kind of struggles. It, it's going to yeah. struggle a little bit just because you don't have the inside post presence, the the shot blocker like he used pawns. You don't have the um, you know in, incredible athletes in Jaden Springer and uh, Keon Johnson to lock to be a lockdown defender. Um, so I, I think that's something that Viscovi and Victor Bailey Jr. really have to work on um, in this offseason is, you know, defense. And I think Victor Bailey Jr. has the tools. I mean, the dude's super athletic. Right. We've seen flashes of it. He, he's fast. He's quick. Um, and he, he's not super small. But for whatever reason, Viscovi is a better defender than he is. <laughs> and it shouldn't be the case. Right. Right. It's going to be big, too. And, I mean, I don't know for this team if, you know, even if Brandon Huntley-Hatfield, even if he reclassifies, um, who knows? If, I mean, look at Corey Walker this year. Who knows if he even gets to play, like, at all. Um, DJ also, Burns is the same way. I mean, DJ he wasn't Burns. as highly rated as those two guys. But right. still, he was a four-star that you're like, okay, you know, he could come in here and, and play and just didn't really have the maturity. Right. Um, and then uh, – uh, Jamai Meshack, too, is worth mentioning. A guy to kind of look out for next year um, that will be coming in. Uh, new, A new guy that – new face to look forward to. Um, hey, we also got a tweet from Mark Maxwell. He said Jonas Hayes from Xavier is the name he heard to replace um, Kim English on the staff. Jonas okay. Hayes is at Xavier right now. I um, think he's similar. He's younger, and I think he's kind of similar, similarly known, at least how Tennessee fans knew Kim English in terms of um, the ability to put together – Holly, Holly ranked classes. So, okay. Um, yeah. Jonas Hayes played at Georgia. So does have some of those sec ties from uh, Atlanta too. That, that could yeah. be nice. Um, you know, getting some of those Georgia recruits in here. Right. Right. Brutus digging into the couch again. He's getting excited. He got excited about that Jonas Hayes name. So okay. something to it. yeah, something to it. Something right. to it. You got anything else for basketball? Shout out Mark, Mark Maxwell for the, uh, yeah, for the assist lo- lo- there. Love my guy, Mark. Little assist. Um, no, I don't. I, Jemai Meshack, I, I kind of forgot about him, and that's terrible on, on my part. <laughs> but, um, you know, he's a guy that, you know, if Fiscovi and Victor Bailey Jr. don't step up in the offseason and, you know, aren't able to defend, aren't able to knock down shots, he's a guy that could find his way into a starting role. Yeah, I think he absolutely could find his way. Um you know, towards the end of the season, again, it's kind of hard to judge Rick Barnes. Um, he just – his trust is interesting. It's very, mm-hmm. very interesting. So, it, it is kind of hard to judge those guys. You know what I was thinking about? And um, we we're, we're talking about what kind of caused Tennessee to just – what game it was that we really just lost it. Um, and, and we said Florida. But it, is it not when we started – start when we started the freshman and it's stupid to say because they're your two best players but like that's when we just look so inconsistent when was their first start because i mean there was a while there that tennessee won every game with Jaden springer the only games they had lost were without Jaden springer so what games uh, you have to jog my memory when did when did they get the the nod it was it was right around sec play See, I was, I was thinking it was before SEC play, but you may be right. I can't remember the exact date. I think some of them started a game or two, but, like, when we started both of them. 
There was a period when they did not start both of them. Ah, so is this your conspiracy theory? Um, I was going to present. I was going to present maybe for uh, you know we're about to hit the off season, guys. I, you're, we're going to blink and March is going to be over. So I was going to present some hot topics for for April, May, June, July. Okay. Um, I'm thinking one episode we're going to just need to like really really dive into our favorite sports conspiracy theories. Okay, yeah, that'd be great. Like, like I was, I'll, I'll I'll give like a little like pre maybe a preview to the show. Um, I was reading the one about how, um, uh, um, golly, Kevin, who was it? What was this one I was reading today? Good Lord. Um, Kevin Malone. Yeah. Kevin Malone. (laughs) Shoot. You would love jail. Uh, golly. Okay. Your favorite sports conspiracy theories. Do it. Um, well, so Kevin Costner, How's it go? Either Kevin Costner's there's this is not true. I don't think. I, I, do I need to put that disclaimer on? Either slept with Cal Ripken Jr.'s wife, and they like got in a fight, or Cal Ripken Jr. slept with is Kevin Costner even married? Kevin Costner's wife, and it almost cost Cal Ripken Jr. the like the record for most consecutive starts or appearances or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the Orioles canceled the game that night so people wouldn't find out that they like had gotten into a brawl. Oh, Kevin Costner and Cal Ripken Jr. got in a fight. Yes, and the Orioles – and so Cal Ripken Jr. wasn't going to go to the game because this happened. Um, and the Orioles, to not cost him that streak, apparently canceled the game like due to light – like lighting problems, like with the did light. you just make this lights. up? No, this is oh, a yeah, true. I was say, that's a no. really good story. If you did, no, this is a sports conspiracy theory that a lot of people believe. So we need to do a full deep dive episode into into some of these. So like the McDonald's bag. Yeah, exactly. We need to do some investigative reporting, or let someone else do some investigative reporting, and we'll piggyback it and just steal all the info. Okay, yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, yeah. so. Um, but yeah, we need to do when we get into the off season. Okay. That's, that's smarter, what we'll not harder. Exactly. Um, Mark Maxwell also asked if uh, it heard anything on the Auburn shooter. Um, how if we if we heard anything? <laughs> Whoa, <y'all>. <laughs> shooter! <laughs> God, okay. Any any, um, any more news? We we have had talks with him. Um, you know, I would I would like to have somebody watching the. I forget what his name is. For Loyola Chicago, that shooter that they have, it looks like 15 years old. Uh, so you're not talking about the 45 year old then? <laughs> no, I'm not. Can't, I'm talking about Crowick. Um, <laughs> it's he's got a, a baby face. He's got like little shaggy hair and just a wide dude that can stroke it. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but I mean, like. I, w- I would like to have a guy that's just a knockdown shooter like that. Oh, 100%. 100%. Pure shooter. Just so, let him go to work. A Chris Lofton just bang, bang. Like, like he, he's a shooter that I, – I do this. I don't know if you do it, but if a opposing team has one of those shooters, every time he shoots it, I turn my head. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, there we, here we go again. Yep. You just like hope for the hope for the best, you know. If you if you hear a crowd reaction, just like, oh, you're like, oh man, not again. 
And reverse of that, pretty much any time a Tennessee player shoots um, a uh, ill-advised three, I turn my head since Chris. Like there hasn't been another three-point shooter since Chris Lofton that I I like willingly watched every single three-point shot that they've taken. Yeah. So I would love to be able to watch again. It would be fun. I'm I think we need to. to I'm trying need to, to think of another one. No, don't think too hard. <laughs> I mean, like Admiral had some of those moments, but he he wasn't he wasn't like a dead eye shooter. I being the nervous wreck I am during basketball games or any Tennessee sporting event, um, I could not confidently watch any shot he took. Honestly, like I'm sorry, I mean, like Admiral, I love you, I, I do. You made a lot of big shots. I did fine. I'll say it. I probably didn't get to watch the Gonzaga three go in. Like it sucks, but I didn't. Lamonte Turner. I 100% didn't watch the Kentucky shot go in in the semifinal. In fact, I yelled, no, 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 no. It's just part of me. I'm sorry. Like, I'm happy. Bang, I'm bang. glad I was wrong, but <laughs> I can't do it. I, I couldn't do it. Yep. So that, yeah, that's just, that's just the way it is. Things are never the same. We're, we're talking ourselves back into to greatness. <laughs> I can um, talk yeah. anything. You know, I think with the year you had this year, you need to address shooters. You need to address big man, um, you know, a true point guard, stuff like that. So anybody that's in a transfer portal deserves a call. If they had, if <laughs> they have experience, if they have, um, you know, if they're productive at, at their other school, I, I think they deserve a call. Yeah. Good with me. Come, to, me. come to the Tennessee. Come to the ship. Sip. What does he say? Sip. Yeah. Sip. Come to the sip. <laughs> All right. Baseballs. Let's yeah, do got it. A, got a, another win last night um, before they get their first home SEC series against LSU this weekend. LSU is ranked number 22 in the country. Lead the nation in home runs with 37. Um, I mentioned it last night. That's kind of makes me nervous every time that I hear it. See, like one of their hitters, I'm going to have to turn my head. Um, so, uh, yeah, and, uh, last night you got a, a lot a lot of guys some work that, um, you know, won't really get a lot this weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, a guy like Trey Lipscomb had a huge day. He had uh, three hits. He had a RBI double. He had a two-run home run. Um, and then he had a, a single, made a great play on a, on a bunt, barehanded it and threw the guy out at first. So, you know, he looked like he's, you know, some of those guys that aren't producing, I, I think, you know, th- that's some of those other guys a chance for, for them to kind of earn their playing time. Right. And, uh, you know, Logan Steentra looked good at first base. Um, he played pr- pretty well. Cortland Lawson got in last night, had a home run. He looked pretty well. Um, Kyle Booker hit the ball. I, I don't know if he had a – I think he had one hit. Um, but, you know, hit the ball pretty well. He hit one to right center, the deepest, you know, part of the ballpark, and um, was caught on the warning track. Um, but yeah, you, you got some guys, some different looks. You, you threw a bunch of pitchers in there that you know didn't get to see any action against Georgia. So I think you're, you have, you have some weapons. You know, if somebody goes down or if somebody's not producing, I think you have some weapons behind them. Um, but I, I think this atmosphere is going to be really cool. I, I'm. Aaron Fit, I think, is with D1 Baseball, and he was asked, you know, what he thought about this yep. Tennessee team. And um, he, he said Tennessee was, you know, probably this 
he, he looks at them as like the sixth best team in the SEC, which, you know, the top five is SEC teams. So right. top five in the country are all SEC teams. So Tennessee should be right there with them. Um, you know, and, and that would have us hosting a regional and that would be really cool for this program to host a regional. Hopefully we're at full capacity. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're really locking where this program's at and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get another test this weekend, uh, this gauntlet of an SEC schedule. Right. You, you mentioned that, that article or, uh, question, question and answer with D1 baseball there. I mean, that's big for Tennessee to be already kind of considered that, I know you want to you want to be in the you know with those top fives in those top fives uh, you know the, those programs, but I mean just to even be in the second tier of SEC teams is far better than the way Tony Vitello received this program. Um, I mean they had missed the SEC tournament the year before he arrived, um, so to just be mentioned in that second group is is a big step for the for this program. Um, going back to L, I do want to ask you about this series because I think right now it's fair to question Tennessee's offense, their ability to bring runs in right now. Um, That's going to be trouble this weekend. Um, Can Tennessee do it against LSU? Can Tennessee, does Tennessee have the bullpen to fight LSU off for a weekend? Like, I mean, obviously you want to get at least one win. Um, Can they get, you know, do you see them being able to, to put a, you know, put a game together to get one win? Um, and then, like realistically, what's what's the series look like for you? I think if they're able to keep them in the ballpark, um, you know, I, I think this is a, a really good series, and, and Tennessee is going to be super competitive in it. Um, I, I think right now, it's you know, Tennessee has to match what what, what they do offensively. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they they've their pitching is kind of their weakness. Um, they they've given up a ton of runs, lost two games to Oral Roberts uh, this past th- this year um, and gave up a ton of runs in that game or, or those couple games. So I, I think Tennessee, if, if they're able to match kind of what they do offensively, get some home runs, you know, not leave a ton of guys on base, I, you know, I think Tennessee will be just fine against LSU. Good deal. I, that's gonna, It's going to be a fun series. Like I said, the first, first SEC uh, series, home series this year. Or in two years, if you're landing, um, should be a really, really good environment. Regardless of, I know it, it sucks that I think I, I'm pretty confident with with the way I, I see Tennessee baseball being talked about um, right now, like on social media in public. If this was uh, if it was open to the public, I'm confident you would have a packed house uh, for at least Friday, Saturday, kind of depending on the weather. Um, I think it would be just an absolutely phenomenal baseball environment. Uh, regardless, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Mentioned the legends of, uh, of Lindsey Nelson. They're making it a lot of fun, and, and that's good because, you know, listen, whether you like baseball or not, you, you got you to gotta at least uh, understand that to, uh, to make it fun, you got to have stuff going on outside the game. Uh, and I think that's kind of true for any sport, honestly, but, but baseball is pretty slow compared to basketball or football. Um, yeah, so it, those guys, it definitely helps the atmosphere if you got some rowdy yeah. fans in the stands. Yeah. Um, so they're doing a great job of, of making it fun for, for everybody involved. And uh, also beer and Lindsay, that helps. We're, we're working on Tequila Tuesdays, guys. We're working on it. Um, could have had a great Tequila Tuesday last night. A lot of runs scored. That would have been a lot of shots. So um, no big deal. But we'll, we'll get there one day. <laughs> yep. Soon enough. Um, I'll, I'll be there some this weekend. So if y'all, um, y'all want to 
you know, say hey or, or chat a little bit about some Tennessee baseball. I'd love to, to see you guys there. Um, hopefully uh, I see the legends of Lindsay Nelson. I'm sure they'll be there in, you know, their whatever attire is, is on, on the menu that day. <laughs> I've got I've to think, are you going to have the baseball shirt on? How are they going to find you? They've never seen your face before, the people you just told that to. So, um, <laughs> just, just yell my name. Just yell land and they'll find you. Yeah. Uh, no problem. Uh, no problem. I, I will either, I will probably be behind the uh, third base dugout. Mm, okay. You like to sit behind Vitello? I like, I like oh, to sorry, see you in our dugout. Sorry, I like Vitello's to see you in our dugout. Sorry, yeah. That, that's where my dad sits. So I might, you know, sneak over there with him or I'll be in the, the media section. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Let's talk a little NCAA tournament. Uh, we did talk a lot about this weekend. Fun, fun basketball. The Monday was pretty boring. Um, I mean, I guess, I guess it was fun to like. It was, it was. You got some good games, but it was nowhere near as exciting as Sunday or the previous couple days. Um, I think the only upset was. I'm gonna make sure I'm. Yeah, the only upset was. Uh, uh, or Oregon, right? No, USC uh, won, but they won by freaking thirty. That didn't feel like an upset. Oh yeah, they beat who did they beat? Uh, Kansas. Yeah, they beat Kansas. That's right. Oh god, that was terrible. But I don't, I don't think there was a game closer than fifteen on Monday night. That's insane, right? That seems insane. Because Gonzaga covered and it was fifteen and a half. I think they hit sixteen. Let me see what, what the final is. It was Creighton and Ohio was the closest game, I believe. And it was four, It was 14. So that was the closest game. Abilene Christian saw their run coming to an end. Hey, hey, you know the good news, though? Because uh, originally I was pissed about the UCLA-Michigan State thing. Um, so since I filled my bracket out before Michigan State lost, I filled it out as Michigan State slash UCLA. So my bracket did really well. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I did that same thing. So uh, I don't. I don't think I had them going to the Sweet Sixteen. I had them going to the Sweet Sixteen. I had Michigan State going to the Sweet Sixteen, but it worked out as UCLA. So gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So that was that was good. Um, worked out for me. But yeah, that. I mean, I really. I mean, it was. I, listen, I and hate Alabama. I hate Alabama. I actually want to talk about this because um, did you see the story? It's resurfaced. Apparently, it's an old story about Ben Affleck refusing to wear a New York Yankees hat uh, in Gone Girl? No. Okay, so in there's a scene in Gone Girl where he's walking through the airport with, like, a Mets hat, like, you know, down where he d- can't get recognized. Um, apparently, I don't remember the director's name, wanted him to wear a Yankees hat. Apparently, they had to halt production for four days, which is absurd on both sides. Like, a lot of people were like, Ben Affleck's so unprofessional, he halted production for four days. Like, I feel like they could have come to the New York Mets hat way sooner than four days. <laughs> Or but, hey, just like wear just a random hat. Yeah, just like, like a, a plain like, hat. Right. It could be like a Carhartt hat or something. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. You you're making sense. Like you you're right. But the reason I say this, I had fun watching Alabama's game last night. If I was put in that same situation and I was in a movie or anything, and the director, the boss, whatever, was like, "Hey, wear this Alabama hat for the movie," I, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. No, I wouldn't either. If I was cast for a movie and they're like, hey, you're going to be the head coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide, I would, in that movie, I would create recruiting violations like Jeremy Pruitt at Tennessee, burn the program to the ground and quit. 
um, or get fired. I don't know. Um, I would not. I would never coach at Alabama ever. Yeah, just think. just like like the Henry Toto to Alabama thing. You can't play in that game your freshman year at Alabama, and you know want to transfer there and say roll tight. No. No, you can't. And, and I would never – I'm with Ben Affleck on this one. A lot of people are like, he's a baby. Put the Yankees hat on. Hell no. He's a Red Sox fan. He should never yeah, put – he's it. like one of the biggest actors in Hollywood. He, yeah. he can do what he wants. I know a lot of people are like that. No, I disagree. Just put it on. Quit being a baby. No. I'm with Ben Affleck here. F the Yankees. Go Red Sox. I don't agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would never be caught dead in anything Alabama. Ever. No, but like, yeah, I, I wouldn't wear that either. But if it was just like somebody I really didn't care about, I'd be like, okay. Well. Yeah, no, if they're like, hey, Caleb, throw on this Kentucky hat, I'm like, okay. But the Mets hat? <laughs> no was he gonna... trying to not be seen? Like in the movie? Yeah. Yeah, the idea of the movie is like he's walking through the airport. I've never seen Gone Girl, by the way. I've heard it's really good. Never seen it. I haven't it. either, no. Um, he's like walking through the airport trying not to get recognized. So he's got it like – like kind of like, you know, down and it's a Mets hat, which it should be a sign that something's going on. No one is a New York <laughs> Mets fan. That's what I was about to say. Who the hell's wearing a Mets hat? <laughs> Security. Yeah, for real. Um, yeah, I, I don't know the exact premise. I just know I saw it tweeted a bunch today. Um, and I was like, I'm with Ben Affleck here. Not, I'm not a big Ben Affleck guy. More Matt Damon myself. But okay. um, <laughs> uh, but no, I, I just thought it was funny because I was like, don't no, give I'm, in. 100% on his side. But, yeah, I say all that. I, I, that's a big roundabout way to say I, I still did enjoy watching Alabama sh- make, what, 17 threes on Monday night? So gross. It was just insane. Like, it's stupid. Yeah, it's incredibly stupid. Um, I will – I have Alabama in my Final Four, but I am praying that Oral Roberts beats them. Oh, yeah, for sure. I would love nothing more than them to see there, There's no way, right? No, not a chance. <laughs> There's no way. Not a chance. That's on Saturday, though. Um, that's in the uh, Sweet 16. And then Sunday, more Sweet 16 games. Uh, no, right? Wait. Does Alabama play Oral Roberts? I'm in the wrong bracket. Arkansas plays Oral Roberts. I'm an idiot. Two A teams from the SEC. I want Arkansas to win. I'll red. They are. UCLA plays Alabama. The sentiment remains the same. Sentiment remains the same. Yeah, I think UCLA gets smashed. I would think so, too. Um, but, yeah, I, I still – But, yeah, like, no one knows. Hey, so I've got to do a uh, – I'm an idiot because I said the Big Ten would have the most teams in the round of 32. Um, hey, Caleb, you're an idiot. Uh, and well, no one saw the Pac-12 coming if, if you – Dude, I, I, did Bill Walton cast a spell? How – what has happened? I mean, that was literally the – like, everybody thought that is the worst conference in basketball, yeah. and they just keep winning. It's it's insane. Um, they have the most teams in the Sweet 16. I believe they had the most in the round of 32 as well. Colorado is the only team that lost, right? Colorado so far is the only team that, that's lost in the Pac-12 uh, in the NCAA tournament. This week, USC and Oregon play. Um, I think that's the only Pac-12 matchup. Yeah. That's what it has to be. Yeah, it's, it's UCLA and who's the other one? Um, Oregon's uh, Oregon State. How weird is it that Arizona is not in it? It is wild. Were they on a postseason ban this year, though? Uh, that's what I was thinking. I think they're a postseason ban. I don't know if they would have. I don't, I don't, know don't if think they, they were very good anyway. Right, right. I don't know if they would have made it anyways. They kind of like Auburn it. Like, oh, perfect year to be on a postseason ban. This yep. is awesome. Um, 
yeah, it was, I don't know if they were self-imposed or what, but yeah, I think they were on a ban. Um, but yeah, I got to eat my words because apparently the Big Ten sucks. I should have known it. I bet on Iowa a lot this year and lost every single time. Um, so, hey, could have happened to a better team, though, Ohio State losing to a 15 seed. Yeah, it was great. So, so Iowa, who did they play? Who did they lose to? God, why are you asking me this stuff? I can't remember. So many games. Did um, Iowa win? Iowa won their first game. They didn't they lose. Lost, they didn't win their second game. They lost on Sunday. They lose on Saturday. I guess they lost on Saturday. So they played they played their second game Saturday. Is that right? Yes. No. They beat Grand Canyon on Saturday. So they lost on Monday. Who did they lose to on Monday? That means they got blown out. Right? I think it was that first game. They were the early game. They got beat by Oregon. You're right. Okay. They were the early game. Yeah, they got beat by 15 by Oregon. Yeah, they got smacked. I mean, Oregon just stopped scoring, or they would have scored 185 points. Yeah, I, I there was a, a plus 188 and a half, and I was like, that's tempting. I put a couple dollars on it. Lost. Oh, that hit. Oh, wait, when it, oh, it didn't hit. Dang. No, no they just stopped. They didn't score for yeah. like the last four minutes. Yeah. Uh, what about Luca Garza crying? That was pretty uh, freaking sweet, wasn't it? Yeah. Just sad. Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> they lost me so much money this year. Is Gonzaga – I mean, Gonzaga is going to win it all, right? Like, now, especially now. Yeah, I think Baylor would be the only one that would give them any trouble. I mean, I just feel like they've played – Or if Alabama just, like, chucks up and, you know, goes 50% from three. Yeah, definitely tough to beat somebody like you know that does that. But um, yeah, that would have been. I mean, I feel like the teams that gave them would have given the most trouble. A lot of them are eliminated. Alabama's a great point. Alabama's gonna be tough to beat if they played them, assuming they shoot lights out. Dude, um, is, is Loyola Chicago just destined to win? <sighs> Sister Jean's a witch, man. I tried to tell you. You did. You did. <laughs> um, I mean, that's the thing is like, if they've got the power of God on their side, like, who can stop them? Um, yeah, man. I don't. I don't know. Uh, also, like, kind of hot take, Sister Jean. Praying for wins is a little sacrilegious. Okay, God doesn't care about basketball unless it's again. Like, clearly, God doesn't care about basketball. God doesn't care about sports, or Alabama wouldn't be good because Alabama is sent from. Have you been to that state? It is a straight from Hades state like they took it from Hades and put it just south of Tennessee if God cared about sports Nick Saban wouldn't win an effing game okay so Sister Jean praying for this is just a little I'm gonna have to call her out um so who are you picking Oregon State or Loyola Chicago because those those two teams are like the hottest teams of the tournament yeah they are you know they are ah I, dude, I really, really enjoyed watching my old Chicago on Sunday against Illinois. Illinois yeah, Illinois. Even though I picked Illinois, yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, I'm. See, but I'm going to pick them, and they're going to lose. Let's go a little reverse psychology here. Let's go Oregon State. Let's go Oregon because okay. I, I am. I know they. I know Loyola ruined Tennessee's you know run a couple years ago, but I can't lie. I'm, I'm rooting for. I'm. I've got a little going for uh, Loyola. Yeah, I just don't want to see them win anymore. Like, I, I just hate – like, it's like Alabama. I just hate seeing them win. So, you want Oregon State to win. Like, you actually do. Yeah. Even though they beat Tennessee, but whatever. Right. <laughs> I mean, it, whoever played Tennessee that day was going to beat Tennessee. Right. That's fair. 
a good point. So I thought I heard some crazy stat about Creighton, speaking of uh, Gonzaga, that Creighton's only made it to like two Sweet 16, something stupid like that. It's Come probably on. true, yeah. But like, if, if you heard that, would you not think? No, they've been to a lot more than that. Mm, Sweet 16s? I don't know. I'll pick them to lose, and they won't. This is their first one since 1974. Okay, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have thought that. According to Wikipedia, this is Wikipedia, guys. I, God, I how true. easy is their road been? You see Santa Barbara, Ohio, and then they get Gonzaga. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> the line's at thirteen and a half. It's Good so luck. stupid, and uh, it's probably going to hit too. Probably. Are you taking it? How confident are you? I don't know. I took them at 15 and a half against uh, Oklahoma. I, I think Oklahoma would beat Creighton. Okay. Interesting. I, I don't know. Not the Oklahoma team that's played the last couple weeks. I'm about to go with no, they wouldn't. I mean, they kept it. They scored some points against Gonzaga. Fair. Fair. I just look at this Creighton team. They got beat 73 to 48 by Georgetown like last Saturday. Okay, that's not good. So, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm not. I'm not take. In that case, I might take Gonzaga to cover. I might. Okay. All right. Let's do. Uh, let's jump into. Do we have any questions? I know we've we've answered some along the way. Do we have any more that we've missed? I think that's all I got right now. If y'all have any, drop them in the chat real quick. <laughs> Mark Maxwell says, "Sister Jean." I love yeah, it. Yeah, she's a witch. <laughs> I'm going with that theory. All right. Uh, Stupidity is an epidemic. Oh, you're going to love this one. I'm not going to say who it is. You're just going to know who it is. He says, I'm sure you tough guys out there would love a coach grabbing your own kid. Sure you would. The tough guys. I know from that <laughs> comment, you tough guys. Oh my gosh. I was reading it and just like I went down like three tweets and he said somebody else was tough. That's like his favorite adjective. Look, maybe I'm a boomer. Maybe I'm a boomer. But I know what he's referring to as well. He's referring to uh Izzo with Michigan State. And yeah. I need to go back. I, I do need to go back and watch the play one more time, at least, before I comment on it. But if I remember correctly, he was talking to him and the player ran off. Yeah. Maybe I'm a boomer like my father, but I would have pulled a Lynn Mitchell and I would have ran my ass around the court after the game. Oh, yeah. Now, would I have been happy with him grabbing my kid? No. But I've been way more upset with my kid about it. Yes. Grabbing his jersey? Yeah, yeah. He didn't punch him. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't grab his face mask. Which I will still I, – I'm not a fan of Jerry Pruitt now. I'm still going to go with – Jesus Christ, guys, it's not that big a deal. <laughs> yeah. Just, I mean, when somebody's talking to you, your coach is talking to you, look them in the eyes. Yeah. It's going to be way – let's let's play the, the long game here. <laughs> it's going to be way better for you if you just take it and listen than if you well, try to run off. Yeah, and, and that's my – and here's my, here's my next question. Like, yeah, like probably shouldn't have grabbed him, 
Like in the grand scheme of things, I got to think Izzo's like, shit, I probably shouldn't have done that. But it's not like he is physically abusing the guy. Like he didn't beat him. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. I was like 6'10", 250. Like. Right. I've got to think Izzo, if he has any kind of respect for his players or himself, like was probably like, hey, like when they sat down to hash things out, I've got to think like didn't want to do that. Sorry I did it. Surely. But they, it, like like Izzo tried to grab his jersey and the guy just like drug Izzo. He's just a massive human being. Kind of a stupidity on Izzo's part for even trying to grab that guy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, my first one goes out to the absolutely insaneness that has happened this week with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Um, dude, it's gotten crazier somehow by every single tweet. Have you seen the latest? I haven't seen the latest. All right, let's go on a timeline of everything that's happened uh, with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So Topanga from uh, Boy Meets World mm-hmm. is married to this guy. Okay. Apparently some Hollywood writer. I don't know. Um, he tweets out a picture of Cinnamon Toast Crunch uh, like on his counter with very obvious, in my opinion, I, I eat shrimp a lot, big shrimp guy, don't know about you. Um, shrimp. Yeah, it's one of my yeah I, I know what shrimp tails look like. Um, very obvious shrimp tails. He tweets it, he's like, yo, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, what the F? Which I would do too. Because what the F? <laughs> They're like, hey, let us, what? Like, that's messed up. DM us, let us know what's going on. He DMs them. They DM back and they're like, upon further inspection, that is just clusters of cinnamon that that happens all the time. Probably not shrimp tails. He's like, no, these are definitely shrimp tails. I tasted it. <laughs> oh, this, this is just like nuts that they even believe that. So he has one of those family things from Costco. Topanga opens the other bag and finds like rat poop and string and what looks like, like the bag's been taped. Like it, no, this is nuts. Like how this happens is beyond me. It's nuts. So yeah. So two bags, both contaminated with God knows what, honestly, like the more I think about it, it may not have even happened to the general mills, like factory. This could have been tampered with after, but regardless, cinnamon toast crunch is doing a terrible PR job. Like even if that's not true. And also I got to go, the shrimp tails did look sugar coated. Like they were like almost got thrown in the batch with however you coat the the toast things. I don't know what they're called. Mm-hmm. That so I will say that 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 does look iffy. And then there's definitely rat poop like baked into them. So yeah, disgusting. I still ate a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch this morning. Don't care. Um, because this has been going on for like a week now. Okay, so moving on from that, then people find an old tweet of Topanga's. I don't know her real name. Um, so I'm just gonna go with Topanga, childhood crush. She actually ran like an ad for Coffee Mate for a uh, cinnamon toast crunch flavored creamer, coffee creamer, which by the way is very, very good. But she ran an ad for it like a year ago. So everyone's like, oh my God, cinnamon toast crunch, you lost a valuable customer clearly. So she's getting weird and weirder. And then today I'm probably missing something too because it's been the weirdest saga I've ever experienced. Then today, turns out this dude is like like an abuser. The dude that tweeted it out originally. People are going off on him. Like, People that he worked with, people that he's like had relationships with, or like what you may not know about this is the first one that I saw. What you may not know about the man behind the viral post is he's a manipulative, gaslighting, narcissistic ex-boyfriend who once told me he was surprised I hadn't killed myself yet. 
Oh my god. Yeah. So like what the and a lot of people are like he's doing it for attention. He's doing it for attention. So I, I don't even know what's going on. Is the shrimp real? I have no idea. It dude, it's nuts. I mean, I'm so much fun. I'm gonna be real pissed if I go to like a seafood restaurant, order shrimp, and I get cinnamon toast crunch because of this. I'd be upset, but I wouldn't be pissed. I like both. So, <laughs> <laughs> but shrimp is way more expensive than cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> Not those family packs. Those family packs can get pricey. Yeah, they're a little hefty. <laughs> yeah. So, dude, just first off, cinnamon toast crunch. Danielle official fish official carp. Yes, her name. That's her name, Danielle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so cinnamon toast crunch stupidity. Their PR team is terrible. Oh, that's what I've left out too. They were like, Hey, mail this into us and we'll have our lab investigate it. And he's like, yeah, I'm not going to send this into you guys. You're clearly trying to cover this up. Like I'm going to have this, like, I'm not sending this to you. It's nuts. It's just wild. So stupidity on them. They're awful. Follow the saga. It's great. I'm I love having- that. The first article I see on here is boy meat shrimp. <laughs> yes yes uh what's up chris it's okay that you're late we're, we're happy to have you hey man welcome in i'm i'm, I'm actually I'll, I'll say i'm i'm sad that you haven't been in for the whole show but better late than never yeah glad to have you my next one and i'm sure you got this one too but it, it's the the most high-tech bra you've ever seen i didn't have that one that's a good one though it's a good one so Tennessee's official Tennessee football verified. It's got the check account tweeted the most high tech bra you've ever seen. And it's the, the catapult thing that, you know, the, they have the pictures of the guys working out. I don't understand it. My wife was just like, you know, what's up with this like sports bra these football players are wearing. I'm like, I don't understand it. I don't know why they couldn't just make a whole shirt. Right. Uh, well, and I think that's a good question. That's a valuable question. Um, I'm going to go with, I, I don't know. I don't have a good answer for you because I also like, I, I don't know. I don't know, man, but yeah, I don't, it's, it's been a thing in soccer for a long time. These vest, I guess is what you call them. Like it's been, they soccer players have been wearing them for years now. It's just three or four years. No, it definitely is a weird look. Um, especially because like, I feel like, especially in football, how many people don't wear undershirts now? Uh, probably quite a bit. You you think a lot of people don't wear them? I mean, when I was when I was in college, there was a lot of people, like especially linemen, that would just you know throw their pads on. They just raw dog it. <laughs> raw dog it, yeah, dude. I even with some of the padding nowadays, man, you still get you get rubbed a little bit. Yeah, I know. I'm not a fan of it. I, I did it for I was hot summer days. Oh, it was the best. When that breeze hits you in your uh your mesh jersey. Oh, it was freaking awesome. But no, not I couldn't raw dog it off. Yeah. So I mean, is this did Zeke start this? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I I'm actually about to tweet back at um the football account just tweeted out something about Brandon Kennedy. I'm like, but is he wearing a sports bra? Why would yeah. they tweet that? Why would they tweet that? I don't get it. The moment they tweeted it, I said why? Like I, what did I say? I said, did the football account really tweet that? They deleted it almost minutes later. Yeah, I don't understand why they couldn't just make a compression like tank top. I don't, I just don't understand. Right. I guess for the people, I don't. Well, yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't have an answer for you. I don't know. It's don't. the new thing. It's popular. Everybody wears them now. So 
It's weird. I definitely would like wear a shirt over it if I was wearing it. Oh, you don't like the look of it? No, I see. It, I, it, it, I mean, it's just not for me. I got a, I got a little bit of a little, little boy belly kind of thing. I'm working on it, but I mean, it's still not where I just like. Yeah, I'm just, I'm showing everything. I, I don't think you need to worry about wearing a, uh, a, mo- a fitness monitoring sports bra anytime soon. So I think you're good there. Okay. <laughs> I'll say just, I, just I, in case. I mean, I've always thought they looked weird. I've seen them on soccer players so long. Like, I just don't even think twice about it now. Um, they're, like, definitely starting to get more popular in basketball and football now. So, like, everyone's seeing them. Like, in, in three or four years, I don't think people even notice them. Like, it'll just be a part of what people wear. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's pretty new to the rest of the – But is it called sports. a brawl? No, I think it's called a vest. I think they're fitness track – like, tracking vest. Hmm. I believe is what they're called. Why did – yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I, I think they were responding to like people asking about them. Gotcha. In like the you know in like their videos. Yeah, and I, so I think they were trying to be funny, and it just did not land like at all. At all. Just missed. Yeah. You know, you had uh, Dominic Wood Anderson wide open in the swamp against Florida, and you just chuck it in the stands. Yeah, it, it wasn't a mm, not good. I'm trying to look up to see what they they call these things. Um, so like really catap- catapult something. Yeah, yeah, but I think like if you know, like if you see like a product description, I, I think they're called that. I think they say vest. Catapult player. Hold on. This is a different. This is a different brand, but it's the same general idea. Yeah, it's called. It's called a. Uh, yeah, apex. So this one's apex called a vest. Yeah, apex vest. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're just the other vest. So this one, I'm like in the just in these pictures, like the, the apex vest. They're on. They're actually wearing them over their shirts. Oh, okay. And it still looks weird. It doesn't look. It does any look better. weird. But they are wearing them over. So like you would wear a vest in soccer, like if you were practicing, like a penny. A penny. Yep. Uh, we call them bibs, Landon. Come on. Oh, sorry. Uncultured swine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I don't know the importance of it. Like, I, I guess there's some kind of importance of it, like going on the, on your back there. I don't know. I got to think it's like strategic, right? Like strategically placed. Yeah. Maybe we should, uh, I don't know if you can rent them or something. We, maybe we can get our hands on one and see what it actually does. We can go to see the, how, see how fast our heart rate goes up. Yeah. Yeah. We can go to the field and, and test it out. There you go. I like it. Uh, I'll delete my tweet, Tennessee football. If you let us borrow one for a day. Yeah. How about that? Preferably a clean one. It'd be helpful. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'd take clean. <laughs> I, I would not take clean for sure. Um, okay. Do you have any more stupidities? I don't think I have any more. That's all I got. Okay. Well, guys, in that case. Hmm. So I'm fine. I can see if I can pull one more up. Hey, uh, hey, submit, tweet us. You're all tournament team player players. Team yeah. teammates. All player all tournament team teammates tweet them at us. We need suggestions. We've got um, Paul Heipler. We've got um, uh, Urosh Plavsic. And I think coach right now, someone correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's gotta be Nate Oates. The man is like on the court after every, like before every time out's even been called, like celebrating. He's a hype man. Nate Oates is a hype man. Who, who's the Texas A&M coach? I, I'm Beard, Chris that. Beard. Texas A&M. Oh, sorry. Um, uh, but no, but no, what is his name? Butch? No, 
It's the the guy that used to be at Virginia Tech. Buzz Buzz Williams. Buzz Williams. Okay. Oh, that was getting there. Um, yeah, Buzz Williams. He's always on the court. He's always on the court, like yelling. Yeah. Nate Oates is like out, like timeout hadn't even been called. He's out there celebrating a three point three pointer that his team just hit. Like yeah, Nate, but, he was literally standing right next to you when he shot it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then the, uh, listen, I hate Alabama again. God, I feel like I got to reiterate that. But him telling Will Wade to get the f off his court, big fan of that. Yeah, love it. Take big that, fan of that. Will Wade. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Appreciate y'all listening. I don't have anything else. I'm gonna let y'all go. We will talk with you again this Sunday night, back at eight. Talking more basketball. Talking a little spring practice. Sprinkle that in pro day. Things like that. And hopefully discussing a – are we speaking into existence series sweep of the LSU Tigers? Yeah, we want a sweep, baby. We don't want, we don't want the series win. That's nice and all, but we want a sweep. We want to bring out the brooms. It's a exactly. mess. Um, it's a you know, let, let's let's clean it up in the SEC. How about that? Let's do it. That's all we got. We're bringing the boat in, and we out. Mm-hmm.